Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila presents College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Brought to you by Bell Ford. See us at bellford.com or visit the Arizona Ford Giant at 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix. Verizon Wireless. This is the 5G America's been waiting for. By College Bar and Grill at 740 South Mill Avenue in Tempe. The ASU fans home away from home. Roger Klein's Tension Tequila. Whether it's a margarita or one of our specialty recipes, Roger Klein's is Arizona bread and ultra smooth. Summer skates, personalized shower shoes or koozies for yourself or the entire team. Go to icetimehockeysw.com forward slash partners and order yours today. Buy OxyPow, our chemical-free line of cleaning products, gets the funk out of your equipment or office. Buy M-Drive. You're not too old. M-Drive for energy, stamina, recovery. And by nchc.tv and the NCHC. Subscribe to watch all of the action of the league's eight teams, home of college hockey champions. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila's College Hockey Southwest Weekly is part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. You are listening to College Hockey Southwest Weekly live. All right. Welcome in, hockey fans, especially uh, college hockey fans, anywhere that you may be listening to us live on the Podbean app tonight. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. Scott Strandy joining you on day three of Frozen Four Week. Not from Scottsdale, not from the Love's Truck Stop somewhere outside of New Mexico, but from beautiful St. Louis, Missouri. Actually, I'm in Illinois, in uh, Pontoon Beach, Illinois, just across the river at a beautiful La Quinta Hotel. Our friends at Wyndham have done it again. Another great location for me. I appreciate it. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein from that beautiful palatial estate out on Long Island, New York. Paul, how are you? That big, giant, welcome to Illinois sign wasn't enough of a hint to tell you where you are? <laughs> there was no welcome to Illinois sign. It's, it was a little back road. I thought I was lost. It, it took me right along the river, and all of a sudden, boom, here's Pontoon Beach, Illinois. Um, <laughs> beautiful spot. It really is. The hotel is gorgeous. They gave me a great room again. I mean, these people are awesome. Um, so I got nothing to complain about. Then I arrived, Paul, and I checked my email, and lo and behold, our friends from USA Hockey and the U.S. Uh, National Team Development Program uh, and USA Hockey itself uh, granted me a credential tomorrow. So taking a little detour. Not going straight to Pittsburgh. Going to go up to Plymouth, Michigan. Going to see the BioSteel All-American Hockey Game between the U.S. National Team Development Program and the All-Stars from the USHL, of which there are four Arizona uh, natives and one more Arizona State um, recruit. Is that right? Is that correct? Do I have that right? Uh, I, I know I can I, I confuse no, you right now. No, I don't now. think so. <laughs> yeah, there, there's four uh, there's, Arizonans, right? And then there's one that's from California that's going to Arizona State, Correct. and then Shane Shane Doan's son 
uh, Josh Doan is also coming to Arizona State. Yeah, but and that's you, a, but that's one of the you see he's you, one of the four. You know, you could write some of this stuff down. Well, I'm reading it. I'm reading it right off of the roster. <laughs> Why do I have to write it down? <laughs> well, because you clearly didn't read it until after you started saying it. <laughs> no, uh, I read it before. I was just trying to see if you were following along. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm a little so cranky at the NCAA. Anyway. Okay. Well, we'll we'll get into that in just a minute. But um, no, no, that's 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 the problem. There's nothing to get into. There's no oh, games okay. tonight. What are they doing? Oh. What? Let's go, guys. Get off the stick. Just because you have the semifinals and finals this weekend, that means no games ever again. I mean, come on. The rest of we still have the rest of the week here. Let's go. You're spoiled. You're just flat out spoiled, is what you are. Uh, you know, I have to suffer and watch the Islanders beat the Capitals. You know, I mean. <laughs> you know, oh. I mean, Folks, you are in for a treat tonight, I have a feeling. I think Paul is ready to go. Uh, let's jump right into this All-American hockey game presented by BioSteel. First of all, Paul, I had to research BioSteel to see what they are. They are an energy drink, that, right. uh, hy- hydrating drink, uh, that is a major sponsor with USA Hockey. So that's interesting. Um, Chipotle is also uh, a major sponsor, of course, with USA Hockey. As is true hockey uh, from maybe the two they can great send me some burritos, Olympics. some chips, maybe. <laughs> some queso. Let's go, baby. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, good try. Good try. Um, uh, so anyway, 8 p.m. tomorrow at the uh, USA Hockey Arena in Plymouth, Michigan, on NHL Network, will be some of the best young hockey players that America has to offer. Uh, I I think it's. Let me give you a little background from what I know. The, the uh, BioSteel All-American game uh, features, as I said, the best American-born prospects that are eligible for the upcoming NHL draft. Um, it's an event that began back in 2012, has seen 215 players that have gone on to be drafted, including 46 first-round picks. So this ninth annual game uh, that will be played tomorrow night um, is going to be loaded with talent, and I'm guessing loaded with scouts and college coaches. Uh, most of the rosters have uh, already, looks like their players have already made their decisions and college commitments, but we still don't know um, with the transfer portal how that will affect some of these guys. So, anyway, your thoughts oh, on I, that, Paul? I, I, so the, the, um, we don't know anything about the – but what's going to happen with it? I mean, it is, every time I turn around, I'm, I'm, I'm watching and looking uh, and, and, and seeing more names coming out uh, about the transfer portal. I have no idea what in the heck is going on. Um, I don't think anybody <laughs> does. And, uh, and it's just, it, it, and honestly, I mean, holy smokes. I mean, every, <laughs> and, and listen, some of the players are just guys that haven't played much and are looking to get a chance to play. Uh, there's no right. question about that. And then there are some guys who uh, were playing and are playing. Like, and we spoke a little bit about it on Sunday, Zach Driscoll at Bemidji looking to transfer. Like, yeah, he's playing. You know, it's not yeah. like he was, it's not like other players on, on teams were, we're, we're, we're looking to 
go somewhere else to play because they weren't playing where they are. I mean, he's a guy that's playing. Okay, I mean, and I don't want to sit here and say that, that that's negative. He just guys sometimes just need to cha- want to change of scene. I shouldn't even say need in this case because he was playing. He played great in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, um, you know, teams make coaching changes. Uh, the, <laughs> You, you, you know, you, you, you know, because for the most part, if you're inside the program, you know who's coming and who's not coming in terms right. of recruits. So do you make that move? Do you not make that move? Who the heck knows? Yeah. Well, we'll get into that in a minute. I just wanted to uh, insert that before we jumped into this uh all-American hockey game presented by BioSteel. But um, here's here's a, when I look at the Are they writing you checks that I don't know teams. about? Because that's about uh, the fourth time you've <laughs> mentioned them. Uh, I hope they will be soon, Paul. That's what well, uh, that's what this is all about. You talk to them and uh, you promote them, and then hopefully you get uh, you get a deal going. So I will be all over them. Trust me. Okay. <sighs> Uh, let, let's talk about the uh, the, the rosters because I want to talk okay. about the guys that have ties to our coverage area. Uh, obviously, Josh Drone is probably the most notable, the Scottsdale, Arizona native, playing at the, the Chicago Steel right now with the Chicago Steel. Already committed to Arizona State, should be right. there this year. Um, another Phoenix native, Matt Nyes, is uh, playing with the Tri-City Storm and is committed to the University of Minnesota. His brother, Phil, um, just completed his senior season at Miami, and I don't believe he's coming back. <laughs> well, we don't but, listen. But we don't knows? know. Is he going to go back to Miami or is he going to transfer? Who knows? <laughs> he, he gets the extra year, so who right. knows? Right. And then Cole Sillinger. Uh, when I look at this roster, Paul, the the USHL team, everybody's committed except Cole Sillinger. Um, if you know the name, that's Mike Sillinger's son from Phoenix playing with the Sioux Falls Stampede, has not made a commitment to college yet. He's the only one on this roster, this all-star roster of USHL guys, that is not committed to a university that I know of anyway. Well, um, there, there might be reasons for that. Uh, sure. I'm sure there are. Uh, you know, and, um, uh, you know, it, I, I believe, and I'm not 100% sure, so I'm going to kind of try and look it up here on the fly. Um, he might have at some point made some sort of commitment elsewhere before playing in the USHL, but I'm possibly, I, I, I have to, I would have to, uh, like I said, I, I'm going to try and look that up and, and, and go from there. Um, cause that would, something like that is the only thing that I can think of that would make a guy of that stature not be eligible or not have uh, committed to a school. I mean, anything's possible, right? I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, so anyway, we know that he's not committed officially on this roster sheet. So so that's some Arizonans that are playing. 
Uh, I heard today on NHL Network on uh, Morning Skate that all okay. three of those Arizona kids were going to play together on one line, and I think that is really cool. That's part of the reason why I said i got to make this detour and get there because uh, that's never happened before, ever. <laughs> Probably at any level uh, in college or, or anywhere uh, that we've had three Arizona guys playing on the same line. So, so that'll be exciting. I don't think so. I mean, also? you would know better than I would, but, well. No, I, I don't think it's ever happened at any level beyond high school, obviously. Uh, yeah. But, uh, uh, and then I also want to throw out San Diego kid. Uh, I think it's Shea Balloom uh, playing with the Sioux City Musketeers is a uh, University of Denver commit. So that kind of rounds out that USHL roster and the ones that are in. Oh, you know what? I did miss one. Carter Mazur from Jackson, Michigan at Tri-City Storm is also a University of Denver commit. So so that's the USL side, USHL side of things. And um, when you look over at the uh, under-18 and under-17 team, and this is really cool because they've included a couple of under-17 players on yeah. this roster. Yeah. And uh, everybody there is committed except for um, two goaltenders and a forward. Um, that have, that have committed. So we know Ty Murchison. We had him on, uh, right? You know, a little while ago, and he's an Arizona State commit uh, from Corona, California. Great kid. He'll be playing on the uh, the blue team. I guess it's going to be blue and white. Um, yeah. If they could have had a third team, they would have had red, white, and blue. Okay, sorry, that was a bad one. <laughs> that that I don't even. <laughs> I don't even know where and to that, go with that. So and, I mean. <laughs> And then, then also Sean Barron's from Barrington, Illinois, is a University of Denver commit, which is, uh, you know, Denver's going to have three guys in this uh, uh, thing, and Arizona State's going to have two. So Arizona State started to level the playing field just a little bit, I think. Paul, what do you think? Uh, oh, listen, I hope so. I mean, let's face it. I mean, that's what I, you know, that's what I want. I mean, you know, I, I I get the idea of wanting to win a national championship uh, as soon as possible, but you have to get to that level first where you can compete with those kinds of teams um, that are in the Frozen Four on a regular basis, or at least a threat. And you got to do right. that first. Yep. You got to do that I, first I, unless you have like a completely freaky run. True. Um, I've got another couple names to throw out there. Um, Jack Devine from Glencoe, Illinois, is also a University of Denver commit. And Red Savage, I don't know the name Red Savage, uh, from Scottsdale, Arizona, committed to play at Miami uh, on the under-18 team. I didn't know that he was uh, – I guess I just don't know anything about Red. So that, that's another one I'm going to have to look into to see what uh, what's up with that because I, I was not aware of that. So. How is that possible? And again, I, thought you, I thought you knew all of that. Yeah, well, I, sometimes they slip through my fingers, Paul. What? I just have a, I have a very big plate. <laughs> <sighs> and I like to eat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, anyway uh, as I digress just a little bit, I will tell you that uh, that game, as I said before, is 8 p.m. Eastern time. 
I had to look that up, too, to make sure that I got my seven-hour drive in on time. It's Eastern. Uh, Michigan is in the Eastern time zone. I am currently in the Central time zone. So that means I'm going to lose an hour there. That'll be good. That'll that'll be good for you. You go back and forth. That's... That... Oh, yeah. Can't wait for that. I guess I... I guess I'm just going to... I'm just going to hang around and just <laughs> wait for wait for my text wait for you to text uh is it time yet uh do we go now what are we doing here uh i don't know well uh, third base well, anyway what what it's gonna mean for tomorrow night's show is i'm gonna have to do some adjusting uh to get that show in before this all starts at uh 8 p.m eastern time <laughs> because uh Anyway, that I'll, that's for me to worry about tomorrow. This right now we've got NCAA hockey to talk about. So uh, let's um, see. Just uh, so we got here, um, uh, Red, Red Savage, um, correct, has a family history of playing at uh, Miami of Ohio. His he father does. played there. Yeah, it, uh, at least according to the website, his father played at Miami of Ohio. Uh, Two brothers that have played and are playing at Miami of Ohio. Uh, let's see if we can look up the youth hockey here. Uh, played for the CompuWare program, which is big time there. Um, scored four points in the under-17 challenge. Okay, hold on, um, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I, I, yeah. I'm guessing that Scottsdale, Arizona is his birthplace. Probably. And he hasn't lived there or played there because I, I would have heard of him playing games somewhere you know he would have if he's just good he would have come up through the bobcats organization where austin matthews was or the junior coyotes but but that's not on his bio right well no it says uh well it's a it says like i said youth hockey said compuware um personal quote-unquote uh 2016 quebec champion Okay, uh, you know, um, and I'm looking so, here. To, it just—he probably, like I said, he probably was born there uh, when his father played uh, a bunch of games in the NHL. Uh, Fourteen years in the NHL, according to the USA uh, National Development Team website. So, I mean, I don't remember the name, so it had to be a while ago. Um, well, let me let me put this out. Oh there. no, I do remember Get... Brian Savage. Yeah, I think he played for Montreal. And and a couple of other teams. Now that I think about it, yeah, it just took me a while to jog my memory. So now I have okay. to do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with uh, with that being said, it, it should be a really exciting game. Uh, multiple things, but this is especially important this year because of the COVID season. A lot of these guys, uh, scouts weren't be able, weren't able, or coaches were not able to see these guys play in person. So this no. is an opportunity to get them see uh, an all-star type lineup, and uh, it's going to be, I think, a whole lot of fun. Oh yeah, I mean, I I, I think you you should enjoy it. Uh, by the way, as I look here, um, just for for completion purposes, uh, Red born in uh, May of two thousand three. Uh, that was right in the middle of his father playing three years with the Coyotes, uh, 2001. Uh, now uh, it's coming back to me, too, when you said that. 
Like I said, okay. he, he did play with the Canadians for about 10 years. Okay. Coyotes, that Blues, makes sense. and Flyers. So. Okay. So oh, anyway, there'll just, be some... oh, Listen, we got to get we have to provide the information, right? Absolutely. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm I'm glad you dug that up because uh, that's uh, uh you know like I said a really big deal. I want to shout out again to uh, Aaron Westendorf and uh, uh, John Edwards for for squeezing me in last minute. I I thought about going there, Paul, a couple of weeks ago, but then I thought ah oh, it's not going to work out. This isn't going to fit in and. It, it's really not that bad. It's like seven hours from where I'm at now to Plymouth, and then it's another five from Plymouth to um, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. You can do so, that in your sleep. So, yeah, absolutely. I've driven that. I have driven that in my sleep. I think. <laughs> let, let me. Let me. Think. Yeah. Was well, I, was I sleeping well, yeah, this morning when I texted you, you and said? Apparently, you must have, according to some folks uh, that are being paid by the state of Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, and I, this is the second time. Let me throw this out there. This is the second time this has happened to me, once in Colorado, once in, in now in, in Oklahoma. And the reason they pulled me over was because I was following too close on the freeway. Huh? Because... Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> and, and that was the only excuse until you until you figure out that they want to know because I have uh, Nevada yeah, plates Arizona. on this car, I guess. Oh, okay. Uh, they were wondering if it was uh, uh, medicine, but it, it, you know, I mean, craziness. I mean, I told the guy, I said, "You want to search the car? Go search the car." Uh, I will tell you though that I do have one very unhappy person in the car. His name is Pod. He was keeping my luggage from fighting today in the back seat. Did a great did job. Yeah, he was awesome. Okay. I had nothing on in the back seat, just pod and the two bags. He kept them good. So anyway, <laughs> right. I digress on that as well. So anyway, that's the whole story on the uh, the BioSteel All-American game, uh, which I will be at tomorrow and giving you as many updates. I was also told that I can bring my camera in. So uh, he said, hey, I can't put you on the glass because I already got three photographers on the glass. But if you don't mind shooting from up top, I said, hey, I just wanted to bring my camera in. Is that okay? <laughs> uh, uh, Aaron is, is incredible. He's also my connection for the uh, the uh, under-18 uh, junior world championships in Plano, Texas, coming up the end of this month. So the end of my road trip, if you will. Um, yeah, let me go get my violin. <laughs> okay. So see, let, let, well, it's going to take a break, but let me throw okay. that out there. An NCAA championship, I'm going to see. A ACHA championship tournament, I'm going to see. And the 18 and under um, world championships, I'm going to see as well. So in this month of April, Paul, that's three major championships uh, that I will be attending. So we're moving on up, people. We're moving on up. Uh, You are anyway. (laughs) No, because you got some really good news that we're going to share at the end of the show on who's coming well, on. Well, let's Tuesday. let's 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 wait. So no, what? No way, we're teasing it. Okay, hold All on right. a minute. Let's go into a little break. Let's come back and let's talk about this crazy NCAA Frozen Four because okay. something happened with the University lots of Massachusetts of is, today. Lots of stuff is going on. I mean, what the? I mean, you know. And, and we also got we got to talk about the Penrose winner today that was announced. So and. Um, Coach is going, coach is coming, uh-huh. all sorts of stuff. Okay, we got that coming up next. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. At the heart of any good 
the spirit is. And if you want to make the best margaritas, or if you just want a straight shot of the best tasting tequila, then Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila is the brand for you. Award-winning Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has the taste you want to make perfectly blended cocktails. Whether you're celebrating an overtime game winner with friends or relaxing by the pool after a long work day. Find your bottle, be it in Arizona or elsewhere in the U.S. Visit us at MexicanMoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. Award-winning taste since 2011. Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. It is Cancion Tequila now. The name change, I think, has gone into full effect. So anywhere that you pick up your spirits, get in and pick up some uh, Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. Okay, so we talked about the uh, All-American um, hockey game being played, presented by BioSteel. Um, now we're going to talk some NCAA hockey, because it's frozen four time. All of the teams, I believe, now have arrived in Pittsburgh. I think uh, Minnesota State was the last one to arrive uh, today around 2 o'clock. Um, but they're there. So, Paul, tell us what's happened with the University of Massachusetts, the Minutemen, and their goaltending situation. Uh, it's not good. Um, Carson Yusevich, their leading goal scorer, had the hat trick uh, in the regional final against Minnesota. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Bemidji State. Uh, all those Minnesota teams blend to me anyway. So um, <laughs> they're all champions. 
Uh, they all blend, like I said, you know, they're all the same. Uh, you know, he's going to be out on due to the protocol, the COVID protocol. Uh, they're starting goalie. Uh, Philip Lindbergh, who hadn't lost since he came back from injury, uh, is out. Uh, their third string goalie. Uh, in Jerry, in uh, Henry Graham, he is out. And Jerry Harding, who is the fourth player uh, in that group, have not gone to Pittsburgh uh, because of contract or contact tracing protocols, <laughs> according to uh, oh. the the NCAA. Ice Hockey Committee Chairman Mike Kemp. Uh, they have been isolated. Uh, if, according to the story, if they win on Thursday night, those players could be back for a possible national championship game. If they keep, you know, if uh, everything goes positively. So, um, that, that's that an is real, that positively is, and negatively because yeah, that is, you want it to be a positive, but you want it to be negative testing, <laughs> right? You're, you're playing in a national semifinal and you're playing against, uh, the vampires and that, that um, would be the two time defending champions, the university of Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Without two of your best players, that's just oh man. Okay, um, now and just and just by the way, just for you know, in the spirit of uh, David Ayers, the Zamboni driver who beat the Loafs, <laughs> love that. Always love that. Um, they uh, have put their equipment manager. Their student equipment manager, who played uh, high school hockey in Massachusetts, as the backup goalie. The last time he played in the game was 2017. But you got to have a backup goalie, right? I mean, you well, you, you have to have a second goalie. You lost. Well, I mean, stop, stop for a minute. Ask ASU. Okay, but listen, the NCHC Frozen Faceoff. We had this exact situation, right. and. And all they had for Colorado College was um, – um, who am I thinking about, Paul? Goaltender for Colorado College. Why is this slipping my brain? Yes. Uh, they had Vernon. Matt Vernon. But, but nobody else. And, and they asked um, uh, the coach at that time, Mike Havlin, after the game, they said, what were your plans if something had happened to Havlin? He said, well, I had, do, I had two forwards picked out that were going to go on goal. Um, really? <laughs> really? Hey, uh, you know, anyway, it is what it is. So the COVID year continues. It's going to continue on until this whole thing is over with. Fingers crossed, knock on wood, that the games get played. Jeez, we just got two games on Thursday and one on Saturday. Can we just get through them and, and, and crown a champion and then, you know, deal with this summer and then move on from there? Uh, it, it's just... Oh, God, it's just – okay. Well, yeah, I'm hoping. I mean, 
you know, hopefully, you know, I don't know how it's going to, how it's going to turn out because, uh, I get vaccine shot number two on Friday. So, and I don't know how that's going to turn out and how much I am, uh, going to be affected by the second shot. Uh, so with any luck, were you affected by the first first shot? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Um, So maybe the championship game will go be like the Minnesota Duluth, North Dakota game. And this way I'll get maximum time to recover uh, if necessary. And Oh, good uh, Lord. Let's hope it's not that bad again, because you were a mess. Oh, you are an absolute mess. I was, I was, uh, (laughs) okay. So, so that's what we know from that standpoint. Like I said, I believe all the teams have finally landed. Yeah. They're there. uh, you know, and I saw that uh, that Minnesota State uh, or that uh, Mankato, I think, has named um, no, April 8th, Thursday, as Minnesota State Hockey Day, something like that. Uh, uh, something came across. I was driving, so it was hard for me to cope with <laughs> totally uh, comprehend everything. But I think I saw that, so I need to do some research on that. But um, let's jump right into that. The Penrose Coach of the Year was named today. Who was it, Paul? Um, it was. Um, you act like, uh, <laughs> like, like you know, like back in October, I I picked the winner of the. Uh, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> yes, Mike Hastings won the Coach of the Year award. Okay, congratulations to Coach, and I'm I'm all for that. I'm, you know, it's it's great. Uh, Minnesota State had a good year. They made their first ever uh, advancement past the first round of the NCAA tournament to make their first Frozen Four. Mike Hastings has done a really good job there. Um, but don't act like you made that prediction at the beginning of the season. Let's be serious. Oh, I, I, I think I did. <laughs> uh, so I had to mute myself because I don't think what I said yeah. while I was on mute is allowed to be said so okay um, good idea but yeah that that no i did not pick that but no, congratulations you did not. so don't coach. act like let's i well, i was, won who won like i told you who was gonna win it Please. no that was that wasn't what friend. i meant i was just leading it that's up what it sounds to, like i know i was just leading you up to give the big climax about who it was uh so yeah congratulations to coach hastings um you know uh, yeah the job that he's done this year is pretty phenomenal um it's not over yet st cloud state and minnesota state will uh face off against each other on thursday in the first game of the semifinals. yeah get and over it minnesota minnesota state people, it's and an UMass. afternoon game get over it yeah just play the game play the game it's a frozen four it's don't a, worry about don't worry it's, about it's, and it's almost evening in minnesota isn't it isn't it like uh, a five o'clock i don't know it's a five no, o'clock game i thought but no it's eastern um it's five o'clock. It's, it's still not a night game. Yeah, true. I, I was just trying to push it closer tonight for the good friends over at uh, Minnesota State that might be listening. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we got that. Um, there was also announcement made today in the great state of Minnesota for their sixth NCAA Division One team at uh, University of Saint Thomas. Who was that, Paul? Is that the way we say it? 
I believe it's University of St. Thomas. Yes. Or St. Thomas University. Which one? No, I, I believe it's University of St. Thomas. All right. I, but I'm, I don't want Jess my, Myers to be mad at he, me. Well, he'll come on and tell us. So anyway, sure tell, us who the head, tell us who the head coach is. Um, they they, they uh, chose, and it's been out there for a week now, uh, Rico Blasi, who was a coach at the um, – at the University of Miami at Ohio uh, for a bunch of years and is actually one of the first uh, names and, and, and people that uh, I started following college hockey, uh, uh, you know, for, um, you know, uh, is, is, is it the right way to pick somebody to root for based on ethnicity? But, you know, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> You know, I heard an Italian name, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to root for that guy. You know, that was before well, that was before my uh, buddy, uh, uh, who was a BU alum, got me uh, going that way, and then um, some place very near and dear to my heart started a program, and all of that went out the window because you know my affections are clearly for sale. Right. <laughs> well, let me tell you that Rico uh, did a fantastic job at Miami. Um, he, he was great there and, and why they ever parted ways with him, I'm not sure, but, uh, it happens, he will right? do a fantastic, I mean, oh, it does. Yeah. Change of scenery. And I think he really likes St. Thomas and, you know, people are going like, oh, he must've taken a pay cut. I don't know that he did because St. Thomas is sneaky wealthy for that university. And the, uh, uh, one of the benefactors there is very, very wealthy. So it, it maybe didn't go the way you think it went or other people think it went. Um, but anyway, he's now entrenched there with the uh, Tommies and recruiting, I'm guessing, nonstop to, to build a roster to be competitive well, in the new CCHA, correct? Uh, it is going to be in the new CCHA. Um, I'm waiting to hear now that, you know, do I give it one year or do I give it two years before I hear, well, when are they going to get a new building? When are they going to get a new building? When are they going to get a building? When are they going to get a building? Because ASU basically got that from day one. Yeah. So I, I, I want to see if the same people start cranking about St. Thomas and, you know, where they're, where's it, where, where, where's their building? Where's their building? When are they going to start? When are they going to start? So, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I, I wouldn't just, get your hopes up on that being too fast because, uh, in all fairness, they do have a few options where they could play that uh, would be no, acceptable. No, not the point. Not the point. Um, yeah, I know what you're saying. I know the point. <laughs> but anyway, that will be um, a topic and of by conversation. The way, once again, just adding to the craziness of what's going to happen in this offseason that has already started as, you know, we don't know what their recruiting has been like. Their, Their former D3 coach was doing their recruiting for them. Obviously, he was recruiting the school and not who was going to be the coach. Um, and with 240 or so players being going in and out of the transfer portal, um, 
Katie, bar the door, baby, because it is on. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's um, you know, it's definitely and it, on, and, and it also think... varies, and it also varies because you know there are some players in the portal that are like I said at the beginning, high end, and others that are not, but they want to play. Yeah, of course, and, and there's and there's twenty plus uh, new stalls with that program coming in, so that'll allow for twenty plus new players to uh, right. find homes in NCAA hockey. We know LIU is uh, restructuring just a little bit, I'm sure, trying to build a better roster with some different players. And well, what the right about field. the Ivy League? I mean, everybody. We haven't heard anything from the Ivy League schools. No, but you did hear something from Holy Cross, I think. Well, their coach has decided to, quote-unquote, pursue other opportunities. David Berard uh, has been there for about seven years. Um, and, you know, he just, you know, for whatever reason, um, I don't, you know, I, I don't want to get into those kinds of things because – uh, it would just be unfair speculation. Yeah, it's kind Yeah, it's it's it is what it is. Uh, Holy Cross, uh, one of those Atlantic teams in that long run of first round upsets, was one of those teams. I I think they beat the Gophers one year, did they not? Yes, they did. And I was at yeah. that game at at uh, the Ralph, as a matter of fact. Where? And at the Ralph. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. Get out that get out that black pullover I got you and look and see what it says on it. <laughs> uh, I think it says Ralph Engelstead Arena. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. I know what the Ralph Engelstead <laughs> Arena is. Okay. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, the uh, yeah, it happened at the Ralph. Uh, they upset a Gopher team that was supposed to be national champions. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a long story. Uh, but anyway, so Holy Cross is looking for a coach. We right. still don't know what Colorado College is doing, uh, what their list looks like, or how how close they are. But um, let's be realistic, Paul. This is the end of the Frozen Four, uh, the end of the season with the Frozen Four. Yeah. And then, like you said, Katie bar the door because everything is going to break loose. So if, if yeah, you want to be in this I game, mean, usually, you might want to have your coach. Usually... This kind of stuff doesn't. Uh, I mean, in, in most sports, I, you know, who know? I mean, I can't remember back two years ago. Uh, for a lot of different reasons, whether or not it was this crazy before. The Frozen Four, with player movement and 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 so forth. I I doubt it. No. So this it, it wasn't like this. This is no. no. It, it couldn't possibly have been like this. Obviously, so, players I mean, players would opt that were then their seasons were done would opt to sign entry level pro contracts. That's happened all the yes, time before the Frozen time, Four, right. but not this portal overload. And it, it, it's not just the portal overload; it's the extra year of eligibility that's been granted. We've already oh, yeah. seen that with Johnny Walker and other players that are coming back to play their their uh, fifth year. And that's just going to throw everything into chaos in my, my book. I mean, I wish well, we could get a coach that would be willing to speak. I, I'm going to call Frank Saratori. Can I do that? Because he'll he'll tell us exactly how it's going. Oh, I, listen, <laughs> I would love to have coach on at some point in the next few weeks 
just obviously he's not going to get into specifics and his recruiting is a, is much different oh, than much everybody different. else's. Yeah, it wouldn't be fair to, to have him on but, do that, but be fair to talk to him. But it would be <laughs> it would be interesting to have him on to be like, okay, you, obviously this doesn't affect you as much as everybody as, as as much as everybody else, but give us a feel for for what the heck is going on with as much as you can yeah. tell us. Exactly. Does well, that make maybe sense shoot for that next week? Because, yeah, well, next week I'll be in Colorado anyway, and one of the right. days I'm planning on going down to see Coach and take a look at the Air Force Academy. So, that's on my agenda next week. Um, as as well the as Scott AHL Strandy, games. as the Scott Strandy World Tour continues. <laughs> exactly. I, can I think I'll have Chris Perry come along and just kind of be my build-up guy? Well, somebody's got a right shotgun before you. Pod's getting tired of it. He sent me a text message yesterday. They're like, God, oh, did anybody he? ever shut this guy up? Are you talking about Chris or me? No, Pod. Well, you figure it out for yourself. <laughs> anyway, Pod enjoys his, his ride. Uh, he's tucked away now, getting a little rest because tomorrow's a big day. Um, on our way to Michigan, but um, let's take one more quick break, Paul, and let's come okay. back and wrap things up with uh, one more final look at the Frozen Four and what's going to happen. We will be back in Somebody's gonna win just about gonna two lose. minutes. Okay, and there's going to be a Minnesota team in the final, I'm told. Yep. <laughs> Did I lose you on that No, I'm still here. I said, yep. I said, uh, yeah, you're right. Don't get used to it. <laughs> Are we going to take the break, or are we just going to stand here? And, and... Well, no, I my my phone did its funny thing again and cut out, and all of a sudden I couldn't hear anything. So, okay, let's. Well, uh... because I because I was waiting for you to start the spot, and I put myself yeah. on mute. Oh, okay, here we go. To get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by a fence of ribs? I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. We've all been there. We know what kind of gift to get someone, but sometimes it can be too hard to make sure that the gift is the right size or style. So we shrug our shoulders and try to think of something else. Well, if that person is the hockey player in your life, the answer is easy. A gift certificate or a gift card to Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Whether you go to any of our Three Valley locations or BehindTheMask.com, our gift cards are the perfect solution. Sports equipment, especially hockey equipment, has to feel right to the user. 
and the Behind the Mask gift card allows you to show the player how much you care and lets them pick out what's right for them, whether we're talking about sticks, gloves, skates, or more. Pick one up today at any of our Behind the Mask locations in Gilbert, Peoria, or Scottsdale, or at BehindTheMask.com. You know that there are no shortage of options when it comes to eating Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste combined with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burritos, which are served all day, to the combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations, from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to burritoexpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery. At the heart of any good cocktail is the quality of the spirit used. Margaritas, or if you just want a straight shot of the best tasting tequila, then Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila is the brand for you. A winning Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has the taste you want to make perfectly cocktails. Your time game winner with friends by the pool. Find your bottle, be it in Arizona or elsewhere in the U.S. Visit us at MexicanMoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, award-winning taste since 2011. All right, we're back. College Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. Scott Strandy joining you from beautiful uh, Pontoon Beach, Illinois, just outside of St. Louis. Uh, Paul Hornstein joining me from that beautiful palatial estate that we call Long Island. Okay, Paul, we got to yeah, wrap up okay. one last segment here, yeah, I mean... and I want to spend it. I want Palatial, to, yeah. Yeah, well, can you come out of the estate? Come out of the estate for just a little bit. Oh, that's easy <laughs> enough to do. If, you know, I mean, you know, it's not like it's not like I have like a long driveway and a guarded gate like you do, and uh, oh. <laughs> you know, security staff. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's go with that. Um, um, anyway. We have uh, four teams that are going to be playing for national championship. We already started with the big topic, which is why the they COVID call it the related. Four. Right, the COVID protocol uh, that teams are going through. We're hoping that everybody stays safe and that they get the games played with as many players as possible. So let's give a quick breakdown on these two games coming up on Thursday, Paul. Minnesota State, St. Cloud State. You've said it before, but give it to us one final time so that the listeners can uh, be prepared. What's going to happen, and what does each team have to do to have success and advance to that championship game on Saturday night? Um, Without making predictions, because I don't do that. um, Yeah. What does St. Cloud State have to do to win? How about that? Let's start there. uh, Beat Dryden McKay. Figure out how to replace East and how to figure out how to get scoring to replace the loss of Easton Brodzinski, 
who was their leading scorer, got hurt in the regionals. Uh, and ugly. Yeah, that really hurts. Is, you know, um, you know, they have to get uh, a big game out of their goalie, David Rennick, who's a senior, and so he's been there. You know, he's battle-tested. And, you know, I, I'm guessing without having asked the question directly, you're probably going to have uh, both coaches telling we got to score first. We got to score first. We got to score first. I yeah, mean, total. you know, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, th- these these are not these are not, you know, coming off the mount revelations. Me saying it, um, but you know, that's that's what you got to do when you're in a playoffs because that allows you to relax a little bit uh, and allows you to make a mistake for lack of a better term. You know, it allows you to say, all right, uh, we're up one. Maybe we're, we get up two, uh, and not have to, uh, stress about playing so perfectly, uh, especially your goalie. So, well, I'm going to give you my two cents worth on, on what uh, Minnesota State has to do uh, in addition to getting the first goal and getting a lead early. Uh, they got to get a superior game from Dryden McKay. He has to be Dryden McKay that we know. Um, and secondly is, I think the difference maker was number 14 for the Mavericks, Ryan Sandlin. He's been coming on week after week after week, and he's a big-time player. He's seen it. He's been around it. He knows what it's like to win. His dad's the coach of the Bulldogs, um, so he knows uh, what that environment is like. I just Um, think that – In my estimation, he's going to step up. He's going to step up. Once again, uh, to to me, they're playing with house money. Yeah, of course. It's house money. Both teams Um, are. The question – well, yeah, but St. Cloud has been to the Frozen Four before. They've been to the national championship game. They didn't have that history weighing on them when they hit the tournament like Minnesota State did. Um, oh, true. They made that true, comeback but... in the great game against Quinnipiac. And so at least to start with, you would think that Minnesota State would be loosey-goosey. Not that I'm saying that St. Cloud would be uptight. But um, once again, I, I think once they got past the first round, um, the, you know, the, no matter what, they will, as, as I said before, uh, be the first, you know, nobody will ever be the first team again to win an, a tournament game. So, you know, their place in school history is secure. Uh, St. Cloud, uh, as I've said, has been the underdog story all year or the unnoticed story all year. And how they uh, combat the loss of Brodzinski, uh, especially in the offensive zone, uh, will be a big determinant uh, in the outcome of this game. Um, and, and here's the other thing. Uh, at least uh, Minnesota State will be playing the last game in the history of the WCHA. Good point. Very good point. Whether that's Thursday night or Saturday night, 
who knows? Um, but that would be and an interesting story to round out the season now, wouldn't it? It certainly would. And and you said the last game of the WCHA. Uh, you're correct until they come back around. That You talk about vampires. The WCHA will resurface, I predict, uh, down the road. <laughs> uh, anyway. Okay. I mean, it's, it's possible. So, so here's my prediction. I, I it, say that, uh, yeah. I think um, <laughs> I think both coaches know each other very very well, and it'll be a um, chess match between the two. The other thing I know is they're they're both very similar in the style that nothing rattles them, and their teams take on that persona. They they don't get uh, upset and feisty and throw clipboards and all that. Both of them are very cool, calm, and collected, and I think that's why. It's going to be a great Boring. matchup, but I'm going. I'm going with the Minnesota State Mavericks to uh, make it to the championship game. Sorry, St. Cloud State. Sorry, all my friends there. Uh, I had to pick somebody, and I, I, I just think that no, you didn't. Minnesota State. No, yeah, you no, did. you're not. No, 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 no. Why do you yeah. have to pick somebody? Because people want to know. They want to. And if nothing else, you want me to do it so you can ridicule me if I don't. If I'll they don't find turn something else to ridicule you about. <laughs> Anyway, that's easy. I, I go with I go with Minnesota State on three fronts. I go with uh, the loosey goosey part. I go with Dryden McKay, and I just think Ryan Sandlin is going to be the guy. He he was the guy in the regional. He's going to be the guy here. He's not going to be nervous. He's not going to be rattled. He's just going to go play his game. And the kid's got a lot of talent. Okay, so that's got the first game. Now we got a couple more minutes to wrap up the Minnesota Blue Mass. Um, somebody said in one of the, the publications or websites or somewhere said, you know, you got to pick Minnesota Duluth to win it all again. Um, you know, I, I would have thought that it would be more of a battle for them to do it had UMass not come down with the protocols that they have. But goodness gracious, you, you're up again. You're going to take a Minnesota Duluth team that we think is 100% healthy and they're going to come up against you and you got one goalie. Oh, goodness. well, you, 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 uh, oh, goodness. I mean, it's not like the guy hasn't played, but he hasn't played in a while. Okay. Yeah, I, know. Um, I know. You know, uh, Lindbergh is, has pretty much played straight through after coming back. Um, you know, but uh, Murray has played a little bit this year. He played 13 games, so and he had a serve percentage of 9-1-3, so it's not like he hasn't played. He no, no, no. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. He hasn't played in a while, and has he played at this level against this team? And you talk about playing with house money. Scott Sandlin and his team came in this year, and nobody gave them credit for anything. They said, oh, they're way down this year. They lost everybody. Uh, and they play five overtimes with North Dakota, and they get into the Frozen Four. Talk about playing with house money. I mean, they weren't even expected to get through the NCHC like this. Now they're here, and and those guys that, like you said many times, there's a number of players on the Bulldogs that have been in this situation before, some of them twice. and uh, uh, At least, yeah. And are, and are ready to go. Yeah. So I... I, I think UMass and, and Greg Carvel is going to have to do one of his best coaching jobs to uh, and maybe get a little puck luck uh, to beat the Bulldogs. So my prediction is 
It's Bulldogs Mavericks in the uh, in the Saturday night championship game on uh, ESPN two. Paul, is that correct? Uh, I believe so. It's it's. I believe the semifinals are on, uh, two. Are, are on uh, ESPN two, uh, and I and do believe that the championship game usually gets played on the main ESPN channel. Uh, it's always possible that, that, that they could be playing it on ESPN too, but either way, everybody has those channels. So, um, yeah, exactly. You know, okay. Uh, so, so that's going to be your championship game. I, I think that game is going to be a real battle. Yes. Regular the, ESPN. Uh, okay. So I think it's going to be a real battle on Saturday night for a championship and not to sound like a homer, but I think the Bulldogs uh, will pull it out. I think it's a 4-3 game. I think it's close. 4-3? It, it may go into overtime. What makes you think you're going to score that many goals? Because um, I think they're both going to press is what I think. I think they're both going to want to try to get out to an early lead and try to score some goals, and I think that pressing will cause some turnovers. And It's going to be 4-3 is my prediction. UMD wins their third straight. And then I'll get the T-shirt, and I'll take a picture of it and send it uh, to you. And maybe wear it quite a bit until the season starts again. Maybe I might even wear it, Paul, on our fishing trip to Devil's Lake. Yeah, okay. <laughs> By the okay. way, I just, I, I just want to say this. While UMass is missing big-time play, missing big-time players, yeah. um, they were in the last championship game. I know they were. And they had so a guy named Kale McCarr. Yeah, and, and Mario Ferraro, who's playing for San Jose and uh-huh. so forth and so on. But And that's the Sharks, not the Barracudas, by the way. Just right. To, to, to clarify. Okay. Um, so it's not like there are players on this team that don't have uh, playoff experience. No, I, and I I totally agree. So with you. I'm just maybe, I'm just saying that your your hands are tied with one goaltender because if something happens to him or if you want to make a goaltending change, um, you're just your hands strung. There's no way you can do anything with it. Oh no no I well yeah I mean well you're just not going to, but you know uh, let's see here, um, you know it's just. It's it's going to be tough. Um, like I said, it's Murray's not inexperienced. He's just not the starter. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I I'm not going to take anything away from Murray. I'm just going to say that if I'm going into the Frozen Four, I'd like to have my best goaltender available. Uh, I get it, and your leading goal scorer. That. I get it. Yep, and your leading goal scorer. I'm not saying no. I'm just saying let's not. Uh, let's not discount uh, no, I, some of the experience no. that UMass has. That's all. No, absolutely. Okay, so before we go into the uh, the wrap, um, I want you to tell our listeners who you got to come on our show next Tuesday night. Uh, it's going to be taped early, so you'll have to either listen to it when it's taped or you'll have to listen to it on the download. But what a great get. There's two Long Islanders are going to go up against me oh, I got on so next Tuesday. So. I had to do something. <laughs> so who did you get? I, I, well, we are scheduled Yeah. to have, to have Dave Starman on with us next Tuesday. Um, 
And Dave Starman is calling some of the games for radio, TV. What's he doing? Oh, well, usually besides the doing the uh, CBS NCHC games, he did a bunch of games in the pod this year. Uh, Normally he's in the studio for the Frozen Four. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure if he's going to do that again this year or he or doing radio because he'll, he's usually involved in some way, some uh, shape or form. But, uh, you know, I just got tired of being outnumbered by Minnesota guys and <laughs> had to throw a Hail Mary pass and, and try to find and, somebody else from, from not Minnesota. And, uh, and Dave caught the pass and he's scheduled to come on. So we'll hope that everything works out so we can get him on because that will be three days after the uh, national championship game. So everything's going to be fresh for him. He's going to give us all the insight. Uh, it's going to be a fun conversation. So that's next Tuesday. Uh, we have one more show this week. Chris Perry from the uh, WCHL, the commissioner of the WCHL, is going to join Stephen and I tomorrow. Uh, it'll be up 7.30, of course, as normal, but it'll be taped earlier because I'm going to be in Plymouth, Michigan. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, so, yeah, we look forward to that. And uh, then the Frozen Four is going to happen, and maybe Paul and I will get together and throw something out there over the weekend, assuming that he survives the next COVID shot. And he doesn't have a, a three-day hangover like the last one. Um, and then, then Hopefully we'll I survive there. enough to get to Sunday. Hopefully I get to survive enough to to, to focus on the game Saturday night. Because it yeah. wasn't the same day that the shot nailed me. It was the next day. I know. So. I know. I know. And you told me that. You said, I'm scheduled for the 9th of April. I'm going like, oh, Paul, man, that's right in the middle of it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I didn't have a choice. I know. I know. Well. Good for you for being able to get it, because I haven't been able to get it yet, and uh, I will try. Spot long enough. Yeah, I know they have to. They have to chase me. Yeah, that'll give the needle the pod and have him come to me. Well, pod would probably be better off giving it to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my friend, take it away. All right. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has presented College Hockey Southwest Weekly, brought to you by Verizon Wireless, the five G. The 5G Ultra Band for Business America has been waiting for. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, ultra smooth, Arizona owned. Go to MexicanMoonshine.com and try our original cocktail recipes. Buy summer skates, fall, winter, doesn't matter. Like to keep those drinks cold, and it's not coming up on fall or winter now. Get your personalized koozies and shower shoes. Go to IcetimeHockeySW.com slash partners and click on the summer skates banner. Behind the mask and its three valley locations. In line or on ice, we are the go-to place for all of your hockey needs. See us at BehindTheMask.com. Buy OxyPow. Visit our full line of natural cleaning products at OxyPow.com. Buy Burrito Express. Our homemade recipes to your table. Great taste, great value. M-Drive, presenting partner of What Drives You. M-Drive in the morning, relax at night. Our two-step system for energy, stamina, recovery. By College Bar and Grill in Tempe. By ASU fans, for ASU fans. And by the NCHC. Every game in the pod, on the road or at home, nchc.tv has you covered. Go to nchc.tv and subscribe. Hopefully they won't have a need for a pod next year. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila's College Hockey Southwest Weekly. And all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. 
available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. College Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done, as usual, my friend. We are now less than 48 hours away from knowing who will be in the championship game. Um, stay tuned to uh, IcetimeHockeySW.com, the website. Of course, all of our Twitter feeds that you can catch up with, uh, all of the activities, and watch for some photos on uh, our uh, Facebook page as well as Instagram. So we'll have you covered through the Frozen Four, and Paul and I will be back on Sunday night to give you the reaction on College Hockey Southwest Live Sunday night. I'll be in Kansas City on my way back towards Denver, and Paul will be again in that beautiful palatial estate. I'll probably have to prod him a little bit to get him to do something, but we'll uh, we'll be there for you, folks. Do you think that uh, they would let us use Johnny Cash music for <laughs> Sunday, uh, considering all the places you've been? Uh, it's got to be a, oh, or Willie that's Nelson. Not, that's not even halfway, Paul. That's one fourth of where I'm going to be. Whatever. Uh, have a good night. So, yeah, everybody have a good night. We'll say good night with Roger Klein and the Peacemakers, De Niro. <laughs>